0: Northwest Eye Surgeons and Sight Partners, I am Dr. Brett Bentz, and you're listening to The Focal Point, where we invite doctors and surgeons from the fields of ophthalmology and optometry to discuss the latest trends in medical eye care. Thank you for joining us. Welcome to the next episode of the Sight Partners and Northwest Eye Surgeons clinical and surgical podcast series. My name is Dr. Brett Bentz, Director of Optometry. This episode is on the topic of management of atrophic retinal holes, lattice peripheral degeneration, and asymptomatic retinal breaks. It is a welcome pleasure to introduce Dr. Richard Lee as the guest speaker. Dr. Lee is an optometric physician who works full-time at our North Seattle Office of Northwest Eye Surgeons, specializing in medical retina and co-management of vitreoretinal disease and surgery. Uniquely, he is a vitreoretinal surgical first assistant for our vitreoretinal surgeon. Dr. Lee has always enjoyed the opportunity to lecture and support optometric education involving retinal pathology, and we are very fortunate to have him here today to share his insights on this topic. Dr. Lee Thank you for joining us.
1: Absolutely, it's my pleasure to be here, Brett, and I really appreciate this opportunity to speak, you know, more on a personal level, um, and also to have yet another line of communications that can go out to my optometric colleagues that are in clinical practice. So I'm really excited for this opportunity. Thank you.
0: Excellent. When we were trying to decide a first podcast topic on vitreoretinal disease. We came to you and asked your preference. Well, you volunteered an interest to provide us an update on the current guidelines for management of atrophic holes and lattice. What drives your interest to bring this up as the first topic?
1: Yeah, well, this is a really common condition that we see for consultation. And I would think in my mind, there are probably two primary drivers that I think makes this an important topic. One is, you know, we're all in... In clinical medicine, uh, practicing evidence based optometry. And, you know, as time has progressed along with my career, I've had to relearn and uh, reset my approach to management of a lot of different conditions. And so there have been some updates um, in the past couple of years in the management of these peripheral retinal abnormalities. And so it's something where I want to take the opportunity to. As a subspecialty consultant to um, communicate this information to my colleagues who are sending me referrals. And also for those doctors, you know, who really want to help manage their patients um, with the most up-to-date clinical evidence-based medicine. Um, And then the second thing is the patient experience. You know, um, recently, uh, within the past month, I saw a woman who had received treatment of her lattice degeneration with atrophic holes at another office and she was absolutely traumatized by the experience. And, you know, I think unbeknown to a lot of optometric physicians, this can be a really, really painful procedure. And so after that experience, this patient decided to seek a second opinion, which was with us and um, prior to undergoing treatment in the fellow eye. And, you know, she came in with a severe level of anxiety. She felt really bad about not going through with the treatment that was recommended for her fellow eye and just wanted, you know, a second opinion as to whether or not this was warranted. And I think as, you know, optometrists, we are the primary
0: care providers
1: and um, it's important for us to be up to date on the management of these conditions and to be the best stewards for our patient's care.
0: That's an excellent response. Thank you very much. So getting back to the initial question, what is your recommendation for patients who present with lattice degeneration with atrophic holes?
1: Yeah, well, when we look at these patients, um, if this decision-making algorithm that we're using is actually a very, very well-put-together, evidence-based guideline from the American Academy of Ophthalmology. There also is one that exists from the American Optometric Association. The most recent updated one, though, is from the AAO, and it's called the Preferred Practice Pattern Guideline. And so this is a standard of care that really needs to be followed by all eye care providers, optometrists, ophthalmologists, and vitro specialists. And so recently, you know, Kind of thinking back on this, a lot of the consultations that I see or second patients that I see, i become keenly aware that maybe a lot of physicians really haven't been exposed to this information. And so um, I would like, again, to talk about this. And so when I think about lattice degeneration and atrophic holes, again, I'm going back to this guideline published by the AAO. And the recommendation for lattice with atrophic holes in the vast majority of cases is observation and patient education.
0: You know, as a practitioner, I think your words of wisdom can be well appreciated. But as a clinician also, there's that element of concern, which I'm sure you're aware of, where if we see even an atrophic hole, there's that little level of concern that this would be potentially a future detached retina. So that's one of those things where as a practitioner who doesn't see a lot of these that uh, we wanna do the right thing by our patients. And so I think your comments about this can be well appreciated. And I'm sure that you get a lot of referrals from doctors who just need to have that backup.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, And it's really surprising to me because coming out of my initial education and going through a vitreoretinal retinal fellowship, um, early on in clinical practice, we treated a lot of these patients. And so there's been a dynamic shift over time where we've, you know, become one of the practitioners that does a lot less of this. And this is all against evidence-based, but when you look at the preferred practice guidelines from the AAO, um, they determine that it's 0.07% of patients with a lattice with atrophic holes that will develop a, retinal, a clinical retinal detachment. And so if you kind of put that into perspective of like maybe 10,000 patients that you would see with lattice, In an atrophic hole, that means 9,930 patients, if every one of them was treated, 9,930 patients would be potentially unnecessarily treated, that the treatment would not have shown or demonstrated a long term life benefit. Um, And so those numbers and those statistics actually, you know, again, weigh heavily on my perspective in making recommendations for these patients. And I feel much more comfortable knowing this information and making that recommendation for observation.
0: Thank you very much. So, um, specifically, what detail of a high-risk patient for retinal detachment can you share or for us to identify and refer to you?
1: Yeah. So, in patients with lattice with ictrophic holes, um, what is expected of all providers is that, um, you know, clinical observation, but it's not just a one and done. It's something where you do need to follow these patients and examine them. Initially, when it's first diagnosed, um, you should see the patient back again within three months to make sure there's no signs of any um, evidence of subretinal fluid progressing through the hole. And then again at six months, and then it goes to an annual exam. And more importantly, a component of that, which optometrists are very good at, is patient education letting the patient know, hey, these are the signs and symptoms that you're looking for for retinal detachment. And so with these patients, um, the ones that we need to see are ones where you're observing subretinal fluid progressing through this hole. And the definition of a a clinical retinal detachment is more than two disc areas of fluid that has passed through a break. And so if you're seeing progressive fluid leakage over that time that you're doing these clinical exams with the patient, that's the point at which you would want to refer them.
0: Okay, thank you. A question regarding patients who have not had a PVD, and if they have atrophic holes, say high myope, are they at any greater risk with uh, a yet-to-happen PVD and having an atrophic hole?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. Um, The a lot of the work that was done for this evidence based guideline was actually performed by an ophthalmologist, a retinal specialist uh, named Norm Beyer. And so he really dedicated his lifetime of work to retinal detachment management. And so um, one of the clinical studies that he did was looking at whether or not a pre existing break or hole, in specifically the situation you've outlined, where there is an acute PVD. How many of those patients went on to develop a retinal detachment through the pre-existing break? And over a decade of patients that he observed and review of medical records, not one patient developed a retinal detachment through a pre-existing break. So that, again, gives, me, gives us way more sort of validation to observe these pre-existing breaks, whether it's an operculated tear, an old horseshoe tear with pigment demarcation, or lattice with an atrophic hole, there's no increased risk of that particular defect leading to a retinal detachment. It's acute breaks that um, lead to retinal detachment.
0: It's an excellent observation and response. Thank you very much. So before we close, do you have any final comments or take-home messages for us?
1: Yeah, I just really hope that, you know, this discussion today will help instill some of the confidence that we need as optometric providers um, to help manage their patients and provide the appropriate guidance for referrals and, you know, the expectations that their patients should expect, you know, when they go to see the retinal specialist. Is this a patient you're referring that you know needs treatment and have you prepared them for that or have you prepared them for the discussion that this does not need to be treated? or this is something you know that we can watch ourselves. And my take home, I think on this, is just really for us to be good stewards of patient care and always, always, always do what you think is best for the patient. And if you would like for us to take a look and validate your findings, absolutely.
0: Well, Dr. Lee, again, many thanks for joining us today for a really informational update on the peripheral retinal examination involving atrophic holes. Considering that this is an audio and picture-less discussion, you did remarkably well.
1: Well, thank you. Oh, I really appreciate the time and the opportunity, Brett.
0: Okay, we also want to thank you, those who listen to these podcasts, for your interest and topical recommendations. Again, if you want to send us suggestions, For future podcast topics, please go to our podcast portal on our website and drop us a note. Thank you. That's this week's edition of The Focal Point. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please subscribe and tune in next week for another episode and update on medical eye care. I'm your host, Dr. Brett Benz, and thank you for joining us.